0: (laughs) Demons run when a good man goes to war Night will fall and drown the sun When a good man goes to war Friendship dies and true love lies Night will fall and the dark will rise When a good man goes to war Demons run but count the cost
1: Battles won, but
0: the child is lost. Two true freaks! This is Kari Payton. I'm Ezekiel on The Walking Dead, and I love listening to Two True Freaks Network. I think maybe you should too.
2: Oh shit! Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of Fear the Walking Dead cast. My name is Brian Hughes. And I'm subbing here for Scott McGregor, who is out this week because he's moving and is losing his access to the internet for a couple days. Uh, with us tonight, of course, we have my beautiful wife, Elizabeth. Hola. Hi, Hola. <laughs> <laughs> and the man on screen, the man on the podcast, the man on the radio, the man on the internet, Mike Zumo.
0: Right now I'm just happy to be here with my cobbled up setup.
2: Yeah, now you're the man <laughs> on the tablet.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, we had a great episode last week, I think. I, I I could safely say that I really enjoyed it a lot better. Than, in fact, it's my favorite episode so far this season. It's definitely
1: um, mine.
2: And Mike, how about you? Did you like it that much? The Key, it was called.
0: Yeah, yeah, I did, but the problem is it was kind of a low bar to be my favorite episode of the season. But no, I I really enjoy enjoyed this episode.
2: Yeah, I I mean it gave us a lot of um of that Rick Grimes that we saw in season five.
0: Yeah, and a lot of uh a lot of character. The the characters all moving in all whole whole bunch of directions. So no no, this, was, yep, this yep. was a good episode for character.
2: Yeah, that that's for sure. And I mean it moved. It it continually moved, it always had something going on. And when it jumped back and forth, it seemed like, you know, it was, it was continuing to tell a a contiguous story. It wasn't just, you know, breaking things apart because while you got to see Rick and Negan or Dwight and Simon or Maggie and the fun that she was having, it seemed like it was still all interconnected.
1: Well, that's true. But here's the thing to be able to say that it is our favorite show is saying or our favorite episode after you had Carl die, which is what should have been our favorite episode. That, that, that saying something that something's very yeah. wrong with what's going on with the walking dead right now. So hopefully we've turned a corner and this is what they wanted all along. But I have news about the walking dead.
2: Oh, what do you got
1: from what I understand what they are saying or what I've read is that they are moving towards the ending of The Walking Dead. They are- I've heard this. Yes. So, it's possible that they are now setting us up because they really have jumped the shark, like we've been saying.
0: Hmm. What do you think, Mike? Well, I definitely think, you know, I was thinking about this earlier today. Is that, I mean, the comics don't have enough story to keep this show treading water the way it is. So, and.
2: Well, I thought, I was, I was under the impression Kirkman was saying he's got enough stories in him to go
0: to 300 issues. Well, he does, what the show does. And, the the, show, hmm, if the yeah. show, for this show to move at a decent pace, mm-hmm. it would have to pass the comics and go off on its own, which wouldn't be a, necessarily be a bad thing. Well, I mean, in some of the changes that they've made, it's gone
2: off on its right. own. I mean, obviously, Killing Carl is one of the biggest, that is probably the biggest deviation it's made from the comic books.
0: Oh, definitely is. But you know, All Out War is six, is becoming 16 hours of television. You can read that the same story in the comics in less than two hours.
2: Yeah, and the, the fact of the matter is, is that Th- that we're probably at the lowest point in ratings that the show's had. Probably. Uh, from the, Now, you, I sent you the ratings that I pulled off of Ain't It Cool um, last week because that's the only place I know to get ratings at. Wikipedia uh, has
0: them, too. Well, Wikipedia I, has them, too, on The Walking
2: Dead. Yeah, Breath. yeah, yeah, but people edit Wikipedia all the time and put false information there.
0: That's true, but the ratings stuff do really <laughs> good. Yeah, I suppose,
2: I suppose. But uh, yeah, so I mean, it's like I said, it's been some of the the lowest ratings that they've had uh, since the series started. And uh, you know, is is a show like this going to be able to breathe enough life into it to, to carry it on?
0: You know, the funny thing about this show's ratings is that you know I kind of compared it to some of the other shows that I've watched that I watched shows that are quote unquote doing well. This has more view, this has more viewers than any of those shows. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It, it's still probably
2: one of the highest rated shows on, on campus. And it's still
0: the highest I mean, it, rated it, show AMC has.
2: Right. Hold on. It's like, like American Idol was for Fox. You know, when they took off American Idol, its ratings were going down, but it was still the highest rated right. show on television. And it came back last week and it is
0: the highest rated show on television. Right, but there <laughs> is, a you know, there's a shelf life to, uh, to a TV show that a comic doesn't necessarily have.
1: That's and, true. I believe that. Mm-hmm. And well, we're at a point you where. You know the thing.
0: Yeah. We, okay, eventually this all out war story is going to end. But eventually it just becomes rinse, wash, repeat. Wash, rinse, repeat. Eventually there's going to be another threat and we're going to see the same story again. So there's really. Yeah, here it's walk, stop, kill, repeat. Walk, right. Stop, kill, right, repeat. Right, exactly.
2: So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me let me go ahead and read the uh the recap here. This is uh the recap like uh Scott goes through and he inserts his own little bits and I I I will I don't know. You guys feel free to insert at any time. Don't uh, worry we, babe. Uh, we, we, <laughs> we know the drill. <laughs> All right, here we go. <clears throat> the key. Negan stops by Dwight's apartment and welcomes him back to the sanctuary. Dwight explains that he was heading towards Hilltop in hopes of running into saviors. Negan orders Dwight back to work. Now, again, that scene right there, of course, has that typical Negan. um, What do you, what do you call it? Menace that he likes to put on people. And you just get the feeling that, that, yeah, but, but you know, it's like, okay, Negan's going to lean on Dwight. So Dwight doesn't know if he's in good shape or bad shape, but you know, Dwight, just you know, you got to give the guy credit. He knew how to hang cool in, the, in all of that. I, you know, of course, he's been doing it a long time.
1: That's true. Very long time.
2: Now Simon directs his crew as they gut yard work walkers and collect entrails to immerse their weapons in, which they plan to use in attack against Hilltop. Negan predicts Rick's group will surrender once they comprehend his new strategy. Yeah, because everything they've done in the past has made them want to surrender. Right. Well, beating someone's head in with a baseball bat when you've got no weapons whatsoever, yeah, I can understand that. But you've got a gun, you've got a hatchet, and you're pissed off. I, I, I don't think a little uh, Walker blood is gonna scare anybody that's that's in that shape.
0: You know, we're gonna we're gonna see later in this episode that I don't think Negan gets it. No, he doesn't. He doesn't, he doesn't understand why Rick is fighting. I mean, he, he thinks, you know, everyone's the hero of their own story, and he doesn't understand why what he's proposing to, what he proposed to Rick earlier is bad. Oh, oh, we'll get into that. we'll get into yeah, we'll get that. that later. <laughs> well, I want to say at the yeah. end of this scene, did you see the look Simon gave Negan after he left?
1: Yes, I did.
0: You know, he's smiling along with Negan while Negan's talking, but... I don't. Something changed as soon as Negan turned around. I, I have something that's, to that's... say
1: about what you're saying right now. Later. So.
0: Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll double back to that. And we know that. from what ha- we already know from what happened at the at uh, the trash heap that Simon and Negan are no, are no longer on the same page.
1: Oh well, yeah. yeah, we just, knew. They may not even be the same. Negan,
2: book. Negan just was not aware. yet. That's right. <laughs> Okay, so Dwight joins the saviors as they mobilize. Simon instructs his crew to wound a few hilltoppers with their tainted weapons and let them turn instead of killing them. Dwight gets on, it says, his motorcycle. Isn't it Daryl's motorcycle? Well, I guess this point, Dwight, oh, was actually not down the law. And informs Simon that he plans to scout their route. Simon says they already have scouts. Negan wants them to ride together for a debriefing. Now, I, I, I'm pretty sure that all that was bull, bull on uh, Simon's part. He just wanted alone time with Dwight so he could sit there and, and talk about his feelings on the subject. Right. He,
0: but uh, right. Obvi-
2: it, 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 it really looked like Dwight was just looking for an opportunity to get away. That,
0: yeah, that, that's the way it seems.
2: Dwight and Simon uh, drive off with of a convoy of saviors. Negan dips Lucille in a big bucket of walker guts. Rick and Michonne arrive at Hilltop and reunite with Judith. And that was, a, that was a nice scene. I mean, just to see a little kid smiling in the walker apocalypse, that just warms the heart.
0: Which is not the strangest thing we're going to see in this episode.
2: No, no. Uh, Daryl apologizing, that's a strange thing. Daryl apologized to Rick for attacking the sanctuary behind Rick's back. Rick forgives him and assures him that he's ready to fight Negan despite Carl's death. They decide to join a team of lookouts scattered around Hilltop. Well, that's what Daryl
0: was saying. Daryl yeah. really needs to learn to enunciate.
2: Well, he, he hasn't had to for eight seasons.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I do not understand the word all, he was all, saying. That, that's, that
1: has got to be the most he's ever said in any episode. That's because he doesn't have to. Women still like it.
2: <laughs> yeah, he... He just grunts. I mean, for the most part that's all he's done all these years is grunt. Yeah. I mean, I can I can only remember him saying, "You're my brother, Rick." Yeah. That's the most I'd ever remember him saying before.
0: <laughs> and here he is talking a paragraph, a full paragraph.
2: So, uh, Maggie and Rosita stand guard at the gate, Maggie peers through binoculars and spots a mysterious crate in the distance. What did you guys think when you saw that? Don't go up to it, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, okay. we're sitting there thinking about all the stuff that's getting ready to happen to Hilltop. I thought it was a trap.
1: Exactly. Mike, that's exactly what I meant. Don't go up to it. <laughs> yeah.
2: Mike, you've read ahead. Were, 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 was your thoughts going towards what where we're headed here, or was this something you weren't aware of or we hadn't seen? Uh, what, the
0: crate? The yeah. crate's not in, uh, the crate is not in the comics. Not in the no. comics. Okay. But – Okay. And I'll be honest, I think I don't talk during this team because I have no recollection of
2: this team. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, moving on <laughs> then. While en route to the hilltop, Simon asks Dwight what he thinks of Negan's plan. Dwight is hesitant to answer. Simon reveals his own doubts that Negan's strategy will, will work, given that Rick, Maggie, and Ezekiel don't scare. Ezekiel? Who's Ezekiel? Where the hell is Ezekiel?
1: Anyway, but wouldn't you also be afraid to answer, considering you don't know where he's going with that, knowing that you were just on the other side?
0: (laughs) Dwight doesn't know what side Simon's on, so it definitely feels like Simon is feeling him out, but even we don't know early on what he's trying to feel Dwight out for.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, cause, you know, Dwight could be, you know, Dwight could simply be asking. Dwight could also be asking for Negan to test him and see where his head's at. And, and, you know, Dwight sees that. Dwight, Dwight, that's what Dwight's afraid of. So he just keeps quiet. Goes on, just goes about his business. I thought that was uh, that was the the best way to handle it.
1: It was wise on his part because he didn't know if he was fucking with them or being yeah. straight up, you know, with how he was really feeling. Yeah. I mean, anyway, just, uh, his balls are hanging in the wind. <laughs> well, that was that was the line news later. Yeah, I know. Okay. I just liked it. So-
2: Yeah, I know that was a that was a very funny line. uh,
0: Out Negan Negan.
2: Yeah, well that's true, that's true. I, I wonder though if Well no, I'll have to voice that later. Anyway, moving on. Rosita retrieves the crate and gives Maggie the attached note, which offers them a key to your future in exchange for food and records. As in record albums. Now, for those of you, you know, uh, born after 1978, uh, record albums were these things that looked like really, really large uh, CDs or, or DVD-ROMs that uh, we used to listen to music on.
1: Vinyls, man. With, vinyls. But, well, vinyls
2: back, so now they know uh, they know what, the, what these things look like. I know. Is that condescending? I can never tell.
0: Yeah.
2: Let's <laughs> keep them off your lawn. Anyway. Okay, the note includes coordinates for a meeting point. Maggie worries that it's a trap. That's It's a trap. But Michonne suggests they investigate. Rick watches the road from a parked car. He spots Negan's convoy and reaches out for the horn to alert the others, but decides at the last second to go after Negan on his own. Of course. Now, the, the, my question in all this was, Negan was driving a black Dodge uh, Charger. Is that basically Glenn's car from season one repainted?
1: Probably just to uh, save money. <laughs> <laughs> I just,
2: I, I, yeah, I just, I just wonder if they took that car and painted it black. I, I, again, I'd have to go back and look at it, look at the one that Glenn drove, but it sure didn't look like the same one. Um, Rick rams his car to Negan's, then pursues him down the city streets. And I didn't think this was a good enough, uh, good enough explanation. Um, what what we had was the, that the, the convoy, the Saviors, was coming into this little town area, going in between buildings and such. And so you had Dwight and Simon in one truck in the front cab, and uh, they had a ton of people in the back. And there was another vehicle in front of them, wasn't there? Yes,
1: the yes. And there, there were. It,
2: and then at the back was the Dodge Charger with Negan in it, where he had the the baseball, Lucille, resting comfortably in a nice big bucket bucket of uh, Walker guns. She wasn't wearing her seatbelt, though. No, she wasn't. No. And so Rick magically drives his car down the right alley so that he can T-bone Negan, who's at the very back end of it. They don't necessarily see it at first when when Rick uh, rams the car. And uh, even though he ran Negan, Negan got to drive away a little bit before he uh, before he wrecks. Now, now wait a wait, minute, now, this hold, this off, really hold off, hold off, wait. Cause, yeah, yeah, you're, you're right, you're this right. This either. is
0: brake <laughs> yelling ramming speed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need we need D
2: Day here.
1: Okay, now yeah, yeah get. I'm go gonna ahead. back it up just a sec, just a, just a smidge, because
2: back it up,
1: Sa- Simon. Saw Rick out of the corner yes. of his eye for a second, and knew that he was there. He knew it. Yep. Now he did, he and he, didn't say, he didn't say anything. He didn't do anything. He wanted this to fucking happen. He well, yeah. yeah. No wait, wait, about Wait. Simon. wait. <laughs> now, his passenger uh uh Arnface did not see it, but he did. The fact that he saw it, it's almost as if he was just like, I'm ready for this shit to be over. I am done. I am so is he, over this shit. Why he ready to be over? He he definitely wants to be a leader. He wants to be the leader.
0: Yeah. I don't
2: even know that that's the case, I just know that he wants to be done no he with does, Rick and, and I'll them. tell
1: you why because he went and made the decision from a couple of episodes ago to kill mm-hmm. off the trash people,
2: yeah, but that was again, you know killing off the trash people is getting an annoyance out of the way, getting killing Rick and and his people or Walking away from him is getting rid of an annoyance. Yeah, but it's he's just, had, these, these are annoyances to him. But, he doesn't want to deal yeah, but, with it. But he's We're
1: made no...
0: have to be more than annoyances by now. Well, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. but
1: he's made no quorums about the fact that he would do shit differently. And the way yeah. that he wants to do it is just to get rid of them all. He wants to wipe them out from existence, and why not do mm-hmm. Negan at the same time? Why bother worrying about his ass? He's well, ready he, to be leader.
0: But well, he knows Negan won't go for it.
1: Exactly.
0: Right. And that's- because people are a resource.
2: And and that's Negan's line every right. time. Anyway, uh, let's
0: see. Who wants to rule over a dead
2: earth? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, Simon instructs the rest of the saviors to stay behind and set up a perimeter while he and Dwight search for Negan. Negan comes to in his overturned car, which is covered in walker guts. Rick approaches and shoots at Negan, who uses the car for cover. Negan escapes into an abandoned building with Rick hot on his heels. And I really love this whole segment because it's, you know, it's nonstop action. Rick is sitting there shooting for the kill. Negan gets into that building and Rick comes in hot on his heels, but Rick knows that Negan's going to take a shot at him. And, you know, Negan Negan gets her gets right at the door and tries to hit him with Lucille, and Rick comes underneath. Well, and I thought that was really good. This,
1: this is, is kind of what pissed me off a little bit. He's in the car. It turns over. He's got a bucket full of blood and guts. And mm-hmm. he gets out of the damn car, and the windshield's filled with blood. The whole car, the whole scene looks all bloody, right? And he doesn't have any yeah. damn blood on him.
2: I know. It's like and that the, scene in The Last Action Hero at the Tar Pits. And,
1: of course, the reason why he was wanting to do the whole blood and limbs over, you know, uh, the hilltop is so he could get them sick and turn them into, you know, walkers and shit like that, yeah. right? So... Right. Where the hell's the blood? And how come he didn't get any on his face, his mouth, nothing?
0: Well, we can't cover up that pretty Jeffrey Dean face. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's kind of like Danae Garcia on Fear of the Walking Dead. You know, it, you know, what's his name? Get Stephen Delane or uh, uh, Junkie Johnny Depp. He would get covered in walker guts all over his head, body, face. They get the cute little Mexican girl, and they like just a little bit on the cheeks. Okay, that's good. You know?
1: <laughs> yeah, we talked so, about
2: that. <laughs> yeah, and so you know, here you got but Jeffrey I mean, Dean he Morgan. I had
1: nothing.
2: Yes, that's true. That's true. But that's okay. the luck of the Negan.
1: Oh, so that's a Neganism. <laughs>
2: okay, so inside, Rick continues firing at Negan, but quickly runs out of bullets. He throws his hatchet at Negan and narrowly misses. Negan falls off of the landing and dangles from the ledge by his fingers. Rick grabs the hatchet and chops at Negan's hands. Negan plummets into the basement. Of course, it doesn't say here that Rick missed And it doesn't, that Negan let go. Does it well, say that, that he
1: dropped Lucille?
2: It, it doesn't say that there, no.
1: Because he drops Lucille, people. Yeah,
2: when I believe when the, the, the hatchet thrown at him. Yeah, it looked like a pretty fair drop, too. That Negan fell.
1: Yeah, because it it was like about two, three seconds before he hit the bottom. That should have killed Mm -hmm. his ass, or at least maimed him.
2: Okay, so we get a scene transition here, and we come to Michonne, Maggie, and Enid, drive to the designated meeting spot, and find two women waiting by a van. A third woman, wearing a suit, steps out and introduces herself as the doctor who wants to take him traveling through time. Oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. Uh, a, a woman steps out in a suit and introduces herself as Georgie.
0: I, I Georgie. The queen <laughs> of the apocalypse.
2: <laughs> her bodyguards gar- body are Hilda and Midge. Now, they're supposed to be twins, but I really couldn't see it the way they because they were dressed differently enough and
1: covered up head to toe pretty much but you were seeing double were you seeing double because i thought i was seeing double double mint double double your pleasure (laughs) (laughs) all right hughes no (laughs) pressure
2: for you (laughs) oh i'm screwed now oh no i'm not screwed i'm gonna (laughs) shut up and talk later Georgie explains that she can give Maggie valuable knowledge in exchange for food and records. Maggie takes him prisoner instead. Now, that was a much longer scene than this really plays it out
1: as. Um, it was an Georgie- awesome scene. I was really like, okay, what do you do? What, what, I mean, seriously, if it were you, would you have gone this far? Would you have looked in the crate? Would you have left it there? Would you have gone as far as they did? But all because of Michonne, they pushed, she pushed them to take a chance, just take right. a chance. What if? What if it's okay? And of course, she's still reeling off the fact that her boyfriend's son passed, who was like a son to her. I mean, really, this is playing through her mind, and she just keeps pushing and pushing. Let's do this. Let's go. Let's go. Which was very she admirable.
2: Was, well, she was profoundly affected by Carl's death and by the letter she got that followed. Right.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. She's yeah. Following it and with
2: and, and and yeah, she's 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 respecting his wishes, and you know, it it showed through this entire episode, and it was the, it was you know, one of the nicer parts of this episode, but this episode truly wasn't necessarily, I mean, while it had parts that were about being nice, this episode wasn't nice, (laughs) but it was a good dichotomy to what was going on in the other storyline. And it kept you wondering the whole time, you know, is this really what it is? What kind of knowledge would they be able to offer that, that they would want, you know? exactly. And I, yeah, I, again, I wasn't, I wasn't, you know, I mean, you really. Yeah, my mind, my mind my was trying to come up with all sorts of ideas, and it just wasn't gelling on on how things you know eventually turned. But we'll get to that and, and be able to discuss that. But uh, I mean, Mike, did were you thinking anything like what they offered ultimately?
0: Well, what, what did they offer? Um, windmills, I remember. Well,
2: well, windmills, aqueducts. I mean, they were they were basically showing them how to make a, a survival right, how to
0: you know true, to rebuild, rebuild the world.
2: Stop jumping ahead, guys. Be patient. No,
1: we're,
2: we're jumping ahead. Okay. Anyway, um, Rick hunts for Negan in the basement. He discovers a barricaded storage room full of walkers. And what did it say? Eaters here. It had to sign on it. Yeah. Yeah. Negan makes Rick an offer. And I really thought this was Negan showing just how scared he was. Yeah,
0: I read that. I read that exactly the same.
2: If Alexandria, Hilltop, and the kingdom fall in line, they'll only be required to send the saviors a quarter of their supplies as long as Rick works at the sanctuary as a janitor. Rick retorts that Negan lost his credibility after the saviors killed all the scavengers. And of, Negan reels at, yeah. yeah and, of course. And,
0: and, all, and all of a sudden, Negan knows the score now.
1: Yeah, he's yeah. like, what the hell? I didn't... Tell him to do that in his head. You know he, you could see it all over his face. He was yeah. pissed.
2: Yeah, he he definitely he was reeling at that at that at this news. And then at that point is also when Rick found Lucille on the ground.
1: Lucille, come back <laughs> yeah. to play. Today. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I only got one bottle here. It's glass. Okay, I can't clink it together. Uh, Let's see. Simon and Dwight search for Negan. Simon pressures Dwight into admitting his resentment of Negan. Dwight sarcastically says that he never thought about killing Negan even after he took his wife and burned his face. Simon expresses a desire to move on from Rick's group, and find new communities. Simon and Dwight, of course, they find Negan's wrecked car. Oh, but before we get to that, this, of course, is actually where Simon puts out that lovely line about hit, uh, leaving himself swinging in the wind.
0: Well Dwight, <laughs> well, well, Dwight has to be very careful about how he plays this because he doesn't—he doesn't know which way uh, Simon is going to swing. Right. So he and doesn't the know thing if Simon's is, gonna want to go off on his own or if he's going to report back to Negan.
1: True because exactly Simon and both ne- Simon and Negan both have this r- really huge thing about how they like to play with someone's mind and they're such mm-hmm. great master manipulators. So yeah. you really don't know what to say next. The best thing to do is just shut the fuck up and say nothing.
0: I don't think Simon is as good a manipulator as Negan is
1: you don't no. I do I think he is
0: I think Simon I think Simon would want to be but he I think I think Simon
2: is the guy that was running things before Negan came along yeah Simon, you've
1: said that
0: but Simon you know as, and, as crazy as Negan is Simon is much more unhinged and you can kind of predict where Negan will go But Simon could just jump in any direction. I find Simon to be much more unhinged than Negan.
2: Well, that's only right now. Up up until now, Simon has been doing everything that Negan has wanted him to do. Simon had, you know, basically terrorized Gregory. And then Gregory, of course, turned out to be a big old dud. And it put Simon basically, you know, in, in the penalty box for a little while. Simon didn't like that and Simon didn't like the direction things were going in this all-out war. So Simon basically, you know, basically he saw you know, how things were looking, and he's decided, I don't want to play this anymore. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd rather have the toys myself. Right, but I think Simon
0: likes the violence more than Negan does.
1: Yes, he does. Yeah. He does. Yeah. He likes to terrorize people if he gets the opportunity.
0: Like, Negan will – a- He won't terrorize as long as he gets what he wants.
1: True. And and Simon's the type that he'll be like, well, you made me do this. You asked for it. You know, that kind of shit.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So Simon and Dwight, they find Negan's wrecked car. They decide to abandon their search and return to the Saviors. Dwight then lights the car on fire. Now, back at the hilltop, Rosita and Enid guard Georgie, Hilda, and Midgey. Michonne confers with Maggie. Maggie refuses to release Georgie after discovering a significant supply of food was in her van. Enid agrees uh, that taking the food to feed their starving people is the right move. But Michonne argues that Carl wanted them to be better people. Maggie reflects on this. Now, when all this is going on, are you guys even think? I mean, are, are you thinking that there's a, a better shot to this than what they're discussing?
1: Yes. I, I, I really felt that the follow-through with what they were asking is possibly the better way to go with this. I mean, even what though there were only three, they've been doing this for some time. And, and aren't you the least bit curious of what key to the future they could possibly be offering you? And why not take a chance when you're already about to starve? What other... Well, yeah, but, you know, the,
2: the thing is, is that... And, and this is the part that bugged me, in that in all of this, never once, at the beginning, middle, or end, does Maggie or anybody say to Georgie or her people... We are at war. We are under siege. They
1: don't have to because Her. they told George. Well, Georgie told them that she's been watching them for some time now. She knew that.
2: She knew it. Did she say anything? Did she say anything other than you know we've been watching you for some time? That, that I mean, that's she said. That's all she had
1: buddy. to say.
0: She's probably watching long okay. enough
2: to know what's going on. Yeah. Well, you'd hope. You'd hope, but you'd hope they'd at least mention it, so that you know you you could say, "Oh, wow, she really does," or you know, she. I don't know. It, it's it's one of those things that just it wasn't a subject of conversation in any way, form or fashion when with real people it would have been.
1: No. Look, this is what I truly think. I think that she knows about the saviors. And she knew about the hilltop. And she had a choice who she was going to offer her knowledge to. She Mm -hmm. chose the latter. So that is telling you something about her. If she's telling you that she's been watching you for some time and she's offering you the key to the future, Mm -hmm. that right there ought to tell you, that maybe you ought to have a little faith because she knew when the right time was to leave this crate. She knew that all of that was about to go down possibly after. If they did what they were supposed to do, she would not have to be involved.
2: I wonder how far away their community
1: is. Maybe they don't have one.
0: Well, she just around in that van for however long?
1: Why not? <laughs> I mean, obviously, they've had to have something or go somewhere. They had food. But was this a food from people that she's traded with, who she's helped previously?
2: It, it sounds like she doesn't need it. It sounds like they're producing enough where they're at. And that's the thing. We didn't have the luxury of seeing what food they had, whether it was fresh fruits and vegetables or canned goods or, or, you know, other things that are not going to perish so quickly. We didn't get to see that. So we really don't know what they got. Of course, for all we know, you know, they got a kinkos and a freeze dry facility there.
1: Look, she's asking for <laughs> pickles and cheese for Midge. So. True. The quest, that's not even a question. You knew they had fresh vegetables if they're asking okay. for these type of products. Well,
2: that's possible. That's possible. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Let me uh, get us back to where we were. Rick tells Negan that he has Lucille. Negan forbids Rick from touching her. late no, for that. What the hell? Yeah, I, I mean, does does Negan actually think forbidding anybody from touching Lucille when they're in a burning building is going to, you know, well, they're not in a burning building just yet. My bad. But, I mean, that, that forbidding him from touching her is going to stop him? Oh, 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 I'm forbidden. Okay, okay. Well, I'll just leave her over here. Well,
0: he has an emotional attachment to this deck.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Rick sets Lucille on fire. And bashes the barricade to the storage room, uh, busting it open and letting out all those walkers. This is, of course, the point where Negan charges at him. So Rick swings at Negan. Meanwhile, walkers flood out of the storage room and attack. Negan tackles Rick, grabs his beloved bat, and then escapes. And this was a much longer fight, though. It was a really, really yeah, good uh, fight between them with the walkers. I, 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 it was a lot of fun, actually.
1: Okay, look. At uh, this right. point, my husband was getting sleepy and tired and wanting to snore. And when the fight started out, he was like, oh, my, this is getting good. Let me sit up. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it was awesome.
2: Back it up. Back it up. It
1: was Back so it good. It really was. It was a damn yeah, good yeah, fight.
0: Yeah, it was a good fight.
2: Yeah, and then I just love how Rick went through the window once he saw where he went. But, of course, he runs outside, and he finds his car gone. Next, uh, Maggie gives Georgie a crate of food and records. And Georgie reciprocates with a portion of the food uh, in her van. She she I, I liked how she did that, though. I'm changing the deal with just one, one, one change. And you're just like, oh, here it comes. And then she's like, yeah, I'm going to give you the food. And, you know, of course, you know, looking at it on the outside, it makes all the sense in the world.
1: But not just the food. She hands her a book and a large book with all of the information on how to make a silo, how to make a windmill, how to Uh govern your own food and and make your own, you know, all – All the keys to how we lived from our ancient history that got us to where we are today. She gave her the key to the future.
2: And she told her to build this place up. She urged her to build this place up.
1: And you should have seen Maggie's face. Maggie was just in awe of her. And Mm -hmm. you damn well should be. She's offered you this. And this is what you've needed. Th- this is what's really going to make the hilltop sur- survive. I mean, that, that right there, she was holding it and she was kind of like hugging it against her chest and looking at her like, man, I can't believe this woman's doing this.
0: Well, right, well, Maggie is still two years pregnant.
1: Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, after, after Georgie left, uh, Enid went talking with Michonne up on the, up on the wall, expressing her skepticism of Georgie's vision. And Michonne, Michonne believed that Carl's, uh, Carl was telling them that there's more to building a future than simply fighting. And of course, you know, that's where Enid reminds her, you know, they're coming. And she goes, and we'll fight them when they get here. But that doesn't mean we can't. Think about the future. Right, and this is the. That doesn't mean we
0: can't plan for the future. And Maggie and Enid are they can't until now they can't get get out of the here and now. Yeah. Maggie's hyper focused on the saviors. Enid is being Enid, but they, this kind of lifted their eyes up so they can look toward.
2: toward yeah, like, but I'm, I'm going to sound like I'm going to sound like Scott for a moment. What happens? when any of the characters on the show actually think about the future, actually envision a future. They, they die. They die. <laughs> well, on any
0: show. Whatever
2: happens when a character's happy, they die. Yeah, but if you remember, when they got to Alexandria and um, what's-her-name's husband was sitting there showing all the plans and stuff for the future, next thing you know, he gets killed.
1: <laughs> well, and that's I mean,
2: just the way Toy's gone.
1: But the truth of it is, there has to be an after.
2: Well, yes, absolutely, there does. But you,
0: a, I mean, the and, thing is, much, they were no, none of them were thinking of after until just now. Rick and, is clearly not thinking of after. No, Rick. Rick is in a different
2: place right now, guys. Rick was fighting in a burning building. Yes, but he he was, he was he was fighting in a burning building.
1: After he's thinking, after I kill Negan, then my people will be all right. Exactly. He is thinking of an after,
2: just not an after for him, an after for everybody else, but not for him.
1: Well, why should? I mean, look, his son is gone. He knows his daughter would be okay if he were to go. The bottom line is, he's going to risk it all for the for, you know, for his people. Right. Is that you think his head's at right now? Because that's where I think it's at.
2: He made the point. When they were fighting down in the basement, that, you know, Negan has to go because the way, Negan doesn't actually care about anybody, you know, he's, Negan's always talking about saving this person, saving that person, we're the saviors, we save people, and Rick's like, yeah, but you don't care about them, you just want to use them, you want to sleep with the women, you want the, the everybody else to get your resources, you know, bring you food, kiss your hand, kneel when you walk around, but... When it all boils down to it, you don't give a damn for anybody. You you use people. They're a resource to you, but not a good resource. They're you know something for a uh, a dictator
0: to use. Right. And, and this is, and Rick's mindset right now is that I'm very curious that, how this ends. How it ends?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Okay. So uh, moving on. Simon and Dwight inform the Saviors that Negan is gone. Simon reminds them all that with or without their leader, the plan goes on. They are all Negan. He proposes they attack Hilltop and kill everyone. The Saviors raise their guns in solidarity. And now, you know, I think that this is the part that really surprised Dwight. Dwight was thinking that, when Simon said earlier, you know, we just need to walk away from Rick and all this, you know, they're not worth the hassle, they're not worth all that, that he was truly thinking about just walking away from it,
0: not necessarily killing everybody. Well, that's how he's going to walk away from it.
2: Yeah. Kill everybody and then walk
0: away.
1: Yeah, but that was a huge, the way he said it was in such a way that made him think that, By choosing his way was going to be better because he just wanted to, he wanted to to walk, right, exactly, walk away from it all and keep going. Why stay there? And basically, I mean, what would you think? Oh my God, finally, I think I can save the people, uh, of Hilltop and, and we can go on to somewhere better. I, that's what's going through his head. So him thinking by throwing his hat in the ring with Simon, that things were going to be all right. It, so he was shocked. Did you really think, think
0: Dwight thinks that? I did. Because
1: the look on his face said so.
2: Yeah. The look on his face did say so. And, and, you know, what Simon had been saying up to that point. But, again, you know, the thing is, you're always waiting for the shot. Dwight was waiting for the shot but when simon made this whole big proclamation earlier about just walking away and finding someone else you know that was when dwight was actually starting to buy into it and i mean he set negan's car on fire you know he was ready to say okay we don't know if he's alive or dead but we'll say he's dead
1: yeah and i i actually had backed it up to show brian his face yeah i actually did cuz i said did you see dwight's face and he was like no i don't think i caught that so i backed it up and showed him and it was Just written all over his face like, fuck, what did I do? Mm
2: Mm-hmm. But then we know the truth. Yeah, that Negan is not dead. Negan actually wakes up in his car and finds Jadis behind the steering wheel, holding him at gunpoint.
1: Not in his car, in Rick's car. Rick's
2: car. Yeah, well, it's the car he stole, and whatever he steals is his. I'm just reading the synopsis. (laughs) (laughs) But... Anyway, Jadis, of course, she's got the gun up against his head, and she then knocks him unconscious. And uh, that was the end of the episode. And, uh, again, you know, that was one of those moments where I just busted out laughing. Yeah, cause because much,
1: he's I, in deep shit. Yeah. You, he, he you took, he took all of the uh, of trash lady's people, man. She's not fucking around right now. She's pissed.
2: Yeah, but uh, just a point of – Yeah, but I know, don't think Jadis is after Negan. Does she have him tied up or anything? I couldn't tell. I, don't think. Uh, I couldn't
1: either. Uh, I don't know.
2: Yeah, because, I mean, you're sitting in the car right next to a guy that is incredibly dangerous.
1: But look at it this way. I mean, like, he will be tied up.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> and, yeah. And she might sleep with him before she kills him, but, you know. Well, <laughs>
2: As, as she says, she may
0: lay with him. Yeah,
1: lay with him. Uh, <laughs> that's it. Lay with him.
0: <laughs> but, but she's not going to bother. Oh, no. She wants revenge. Yeah, but who does she want revenge on, Negan or Simon?
2: Well, I mean... I
0: think she's going to use Negan to get to Simon.
2: That Simon is Negan. But, as far as she's concerned, Negan is the one responsible for all this.
1: Right now, she doesn't know that that Negan told him not to kill her people not to harm a hair on their head. He well,
0: just killed one. going to wake up, and you going to tell her that. Well,
2: but anybody at gunpoint is going to be saying whatever they can to get out of that, and then she's going to say, you talk too much, Blam. Yeah, and... <laughs> one, one would hope.
1: You know, he's going to say, I told him to kill one person and touch no one else, not a hair on their head. And, yeah, I mean, can he talk his way out of this? I don't know. I don't know. He,
2: yeah, he can, or something else is going to happen, or, the, you know, there's going to be a big surprise, or, you know, who knows? Uh, she'll scratch herself on his bat, or who knows? But I keep uh,
1: eventually showing up while they're in the middle of war, and him handing Simon over to her. And she's going to skin him alive, take off his fingernails, put a little salt, you know.
2: I, I think that he wants to use Lucille on Simon now after yeah, he all does. Of
1: this. There's got to be a record. This, this, is the the biggest,
2: this is the biggest betrayal. It's it's the biggest betrayal. I mean, he lied straight face to him, and he put him right there in the den. Rick's sitting there trying to tear him apart because and, and tells him about He has to find out from Rick about this. And then Jadis comes and she's got his ass. Oh no. He's going to he he wants Lucille to have a bit of Simon.
1: But he doesn't have Lucille right now, right?
2: No. Well, he, he found he took Lucille from Rick before he escaped, but right now I mean Jadis has it.
1: Oh, okay. I, I just missed that. It,
2: yeah. So, but uh again, a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of back and forth, but at least it was interesting. Now, Beth, you were saying that Georgie is is your, is it your favorite character or just your favorite new character?
1: It's my favorite new character of uh, the past couple seasons, really, Um, since Ezekiel. I really, I really like what she's about right now. Uh, The mysteriousness that she carries, too. And she seems to be a very highly educated woman. Who is saying exactly what she means and means what she says. Mm-hmm. And I love a woman like that. Who wouldn't? Yeah, true. And for her to be able to survive in the apocalypse the way she's been doing it, well, hell, fuck, kudos to her. She has to be one hell of a woman to get it done. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think? she's going to
0: again? Or is she just kind of like the future fairy? to keep it. No,
1: oh no. She's going to be a part of this season. Her names are in the credits. I can't wait to see what they're going to do with her character. Hopefully, uh, eventually she'll become a part of um, a more permanent cast. I would love to see that. I love strong women. Um, not because I'm a strong woman, but I like a woman who says what she means and means what she says.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. And you know, the thing is, is that my, my wife doesn't, it, it, it's a fact. She doesn't hang with women because a lot of them she just doesn't have patience for. So when she sits there and she actually likes a woman, that means something. Anyway. Uh, Thank you,
1: babe. <laughs>
2: My pleasure. My pleasure. Okay, so two other points I got. I've got. I, I want to bring up. Number one, we only have one Jerry sighting in the whole episode, but it was a nice one. At least we got to see him, and he and he didn't look any worse for wear. He did definitely had some scars from uh, the the recent fights that he and Ezekiel gone through, but uh, you know it was always nice to see Jerry on the show
1: with a smile still on his face.
2: Yeah, looking for cobbler yeah. looking for cobbler. <laughs> uh,
1: right.
2: <laughs> oh, we had we found some nice cobbler a couple days ago. Oh, uh, was that what was so
1: that? good, apple cobbler.
2: Yeah, from the was it the place called the Back Forty Smokehouse? It was really really good.
1: Deep-less. Never heard of the place before.
2: Yeah, come to Texas. Anyway, um, so on the Talking Dead, uh, they showed the clip of the car chase scene. <coughs> And as I understand it, that they've never really had a car chase scene on the, on the show, have they? I mean, I remember the governor running away in a car, but I don't remember any actual car chase scenes. Do you? No, I don't. There was a, ch- a tank chase scene and a bus, a school bus escape scene, uh, but no car chase scene. So that, and that's been, been a very popular uh, video on the Internet. So apparently it's YouTubing its way around the world. So, and again, you know, of course I, uh, I, I, am I'm, I'm curious. And if anybody knows anything, let us know, you know, um, but the, uh, the car that Negan was in, whether or not that was the, the one that Glenn used to drive around, uh, the red one that Glenn used to drive around. Um, let's see. Oh, this is, this is funny. It did. It, it, Andrew Lincoln revealed in the interview during the talking dead, that the entire episode rep- would represent the – and I, I quote this exactly because I had said it earlier, but it, they got it here. The savage Rick Grimes that dominated the show in season five, which is considered by many fans one of the show's highest-praised moments. Huh. Mm. Well, what do you know? That was a little uh, trivia tidbit I stole off of uh, IMDb. Season five, was
0: that when they arrived at Alexandria? Yeah. Yeah. Remember Negan's remember yep. reaction when he saw season, the picture, the video of season five, Rick? I wouldn't have fucked with that guy. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: this is true. Well, anybody got any final thoughts?
1: This is my favorite show, of my favorite episode. I keep saying show, uh, but episode of the season so far. Yeah, I,
2: I, I'm, I'm totally yeah. on with that.
1: You know, it had so much it going on. Uh, it it's giving you a piece of what could possibly be the future for them which would be amazing um if it's going to go that way there's a we're not done with the war god uh, at some point we will be hopefully before the end of this season please gotta, walking dead of, let's move on there's
0: <laughs> not there's I, I, not I much think, story left of the war
2: yeah, I think they've got they've gotten the the they've heard the words on the wind and they're they're taking steps to make sure that this isn't going to be an extended. But uh we've still got, you know, just a couple more episodes of this season and uh we'll 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 see how it goes. Uh next season I I mean next season next episode uh I didn't see anything in the previews that was really like sticking out to me Is like there you know, is a whole generation.
1: lot going on in the next episode from what they're showing. But um yeah, or yeah, the, the th- next commercial. The
0: favorite, yeah. Maybe the they're going to arrive at the LW.
1: Yeah, but there was a whole lot yeah. going on, it appeared. And uh I don't think we saw The Last of Georgie. I thought there was some uh, they showed her in the commercial. I thought I could be wrong. Maybe it was the last time. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So we'll, we'll see. I'm hoping that uh, all hell out all hell breaks loose, and and we'll just see how many survive it.
2: Well, if all hell breaks loose, then. We're going to have some characters die.
1: Oh, by the way.
2: Because it's, yeah.
1: On the uh, commercial, though, they show this one small piece where a walker is walking in the, and it's really dark and you can't see who it is. You know, it almost, it, it really does almost look like, um, not Simon, but, uh, uh, what's his name sitting next to him in the truck? Um, Dwight. Dwight, thank you. Uh, it almost looks like Dwight became a walker. Hmm. It really did look ah. like his hair. It looked like him, like how he has that kind of walk, like he's limping sometimes, or or has a limp when he walks. It looked like him as a walker, but it was in the dark. You couldn't see him. Uh, real good. Other than uh, like the sun was behind him, but he was in the darkness. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was creepy. It it but it did look like him to me. I don't know. Hmm.
2: I didn't I didn't even notice that. Um. But I I've, I I guess I'm not giving as much credit to the next week episode. You know, preview as I used to, because it always seemed like they were a tease of the things that weren't necessarily as important as what was really going on, you know? Well, so, they
1: did have it, a lot going on in, in the commercial, no doubt about it.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the obvious thing is supposed to be that the, that the saviors should arrive at the hilltop and it should be a big battle. Now we saw the number of saviors that were there in the little township. And given the number of people that there are at hilltop, it seems like it's pretty even numbers.
1: Okay. Okay. Now, here's a question for both of you.
2: Okay.
1: Out of the people we know so far on the hilltop, if there were people who were going to die, who would you like to see gone that we really don't need on the show anymore? First, let's start with the hilltop, and then we'll ask the same question about the saviors.
2: Gregory. Gregory's got to go.
1: I've said the same thing for quite a while. Even I think Scott has but, for some time.
2: Yeah, I, I know, but it's the thing is, is it's not about who you want to see go. It's you know who seems likely to go. Right. And and the thing is, is that here we are. We're at the end of eight seasons, and there are people whose contracts are up. There are people who are just done.
1: Yeah, I'm wondering if Maggie's going to die in this episode. I mean, not this episode, but by the end of the season.
2: Oh, I I don't know about that. I know there's been a lot of talk about her and the contract and everything. Probably might have been wrapped
0: up before before that came out, before that became an an issue.
2: Yeah. Now, Lenny James, of course, is moving to Fear the Walking Dead, but that bears some explanation. I mean, Fear the Walking Dead takes place, it's still back in 2010. It's still just a couple months since this all started. Yes, but and we don't know
1: when the next season starts, how much ahead we've jumped. We, we don't know what right. they're going to do. It can't because be there bad. is no comic book. There's nothing to go off of. So how do we know?
2: And they, and they can jump several years if they want to. Man, not, with, not with Morgan. Not with Morgan there. Almost Morgan will leave. Uh, Morgan will leave. Morgan spent a lot of time on his own, but... <clears throat> Excuse me, but the, the fact of the matter is is that Rick you know came through town, he came across Morgan. He went and found his family and everybody. Later on he goes back to town, comes across Morgan, and well, you know how things went and how Morgan was. Right. And then Rick leaves again, and later on we just see Morgan on the road searching out Rick and we know that in that time you know, he had gone down a very, very dark road and he decided to kill everybody he came across to end the suffering for them.
1: Okay, but let me ask this well, it's question to because where Morgan end up in Texas? Yeah. Which yeah, which which Morgan is this? Uh, but that, see, that that's going to wind up there. That's what I'm saying. They were saying at at one point they were saying in Walking Dead news that it was going to be from the past, that he came from the past. But I don't see how they could go from the past to get him to end up where he did when he lived with his wife from the, sh- when the show started out from the very beginning when he lived with his wife. It won't mm-hmm. fit. The only way to get it to fit is if he leaves where he's at now and they jump ahead and he ends up in fear. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah that's the only way it'll make sense or we're going to have a real problem because you know I'm going to call him out.
0: Because it doesn't seem like on The Walking Dead enough time has passed for Morgan to have gone all the way to Texas and and back.
1: After his son has died and how he had been there the whole time where he was at and all the killing. No, I just don't see it, guys. I I don't.
0: no, I'm it would It couldn't have been until after uh, the episode "Clear," which was what season three or four. When there yeah, was, oh, so when you're he, uh,
1: saying, after he lost his mind, it could have been after that right, when he after, was doing his soul searching. After
0: he, after he runs into Rick again.
1: Oh, okay, all and right. I think it would
0: have to be sometime between that and the time uh, he goes on the road if they're gonna go into the past.
1: I I, I just – I wonder how long he spent with the gentleman who taught him the stick.
0: It didn't seem like too short a time.
1: No. Yeah, but, you know,
2: the thing is – the thing is that we've gone from uh, California, Mexico, desert, all the way to Texas, and you're talking, you know, over a 1,000 miles. And then you're talking about going from Atlanta all the way to Texas, which is about what six six hundred miles
0: or so.
1: Yeah, but you know, what's interesting in, in, op-
0: in opposite. Directions, yeah, but I expect the biker gang to have more uh, resources than Morgan.
2: And yeah, the the biker gang, of course, is the is the, the the key in there. But where you know, again, is it is he running up with Maddie? Is he running up with? Those other people that Jenna Elfman and Gary Dillahunt are supposed to be uh, a part of that come into the show, I don't know.
1: Yeah, they don't say. April
2: 15th. That's It's less than a month away. That's the finale of The Walking Dead and the premiere for The Walking Dead, same night. Which
1: they're playing you know, in the theaters, people. They're, they're playing in the
2: theaters. I, I won't go see it in the theater. I'll just watch it at home. Yeah, me too. Uh, a nice, nice comfy bit. Well, I, I think we've beat it to death. Uh, what do you guys think? Yeah, I do think better,
0: we do better get out of here before it reanimates.
2: Yeah, I think we've been too agreeable with each other without Scott here.
1: The hell we have. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, it, well, Scott, we, we we missed you. You're the heart and soul of the show. Uh, please come back. We, we can't do it like this again.
1: Oh, uh, uh, oh, I was trying to do La Bomba, but that didn't sound so good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I honestly I don't know the email address for the show. Is that isn't it Weekly Superhero? Oh, uh, so, again, week, I don't, I don't no, know.
0: Weekly Heroics.
2: Weekly Heroics at uh, what? Yahoo or Gmail or Yahoo? Or, I believe. See, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not going to to feign it at this point. Suffice to say, of course, we do have our Facebook group. Tell us how we're doing. You know, just uh, give us a little missive on on a post on there to say you suck or we love you or you know don't jump off that bridge or what's what's that funny sound in my closet? I didn't do it. Um, But you know, just just toss us a note if you could. We'd really love to hear from you. Uh, For the Fear the Walking Dead cast, I'm Brian Hughes and I'll say goodnight and let my co-host say goodnight to you. goodnight adios
1: to be